Hello and welcome to the 401 Podcast. On this episode, it is Joe Steele 401 on Instagram and Tara Nicole Wrights on Instagram reading from the Poets Anonymous account on Instagram. We are reading whatever Wednesday they are poets selected by us. And um, we hope you enjoy this episode and thank you very much. Have a great day. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Nothing. You ready to read some poetry? Yeah, I am. That didn't sound too enthusiastic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You know what? It's like I'm nervous because Sunday everything went so well. And I'm just thinking like tonight it'll be a shit show. But that's what That's whatever Wednesday. That's what we do. I know. I know. It's what we do. It is. Uh... So you haven't gotten a call back to work yet? No, no, not yet. It's uh, COVID-19. We don't know. So it's all good. I don't think I'm ever going back. Oh, I know I am. I'm pretty sure I... I mean, we got like a tentative uh, potential, but it it keeps getting pushed back. So I I don't get my hopes up too much. Right. Gotta love the COVID. That's cool. I like that. Right. And you're reading first, right? Yes, ma'am. Uh, well, I'm just saying. You're the boss. Is that correct? No. No. Yes, See? yes. It's good. It's good. I'll start there. No. No. It's not right. I'm going to... Okay. Yes. There you go. That's it. <laughs> I didn't take all that time for nothing. <laughs> it needs to be correct. All right. <laughs> I like it. It fits perfect in the screen. Hours of making... can't even... I'm nuts. I'm sure there's much easier ways to do it. Yeah. I got an app that'll do it, like, really quick. Well, I'm doing it in... <clears throat> I can't even explain. Don't so worry about I'm it. I'm taking we'll... screenshots, and then I'm doing something in one app and then in another app and it's ridiculous and he just joined in too oh good so this is Romero Calderon this is Romero underscore New York 83 Um, this is a new to me poet Um, when I was doing some searching I came across his account and I figured I'd give him a read and let everybody hear what he's got so uh, here goes Um, no caption and it doesn't look like there's a title either alright I want to be a shadow, an echo of silence encompassing your soul in concertic circles. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to start this over. I want to be a shadow, an echo of silence encompassing your soul in concentric circles of smoke slowly rising in the mild morning air, in fields where you and I have sipped the warm, warm whiskey. Drunk among flowers and hours of amorous intense, our hearts careless and more courageous, sip after sip, begin to sing. Our love playing out like an old antique tune, wounding midnight's wind. I like this piece a lot. That, that was Romero underscore New York 83. 
Like, and the first line grabs me. Grabs me right in. It is, I want to be a shadow, an echo of silence encompassing your soul in concentric circles of smoke. Love that. Love, love, love that, Romero. That was good timing on the join, too. I just realized that, like, the comments, you know how, like, sometimes they're stuck and they're not going? Like, so I missed waving at, like, everyone. So I'm doing it now. Okay, it's all good. Um, if you want them to keep um, going, just scroll back through to get to the bottom, and then it'll, then it'll roll. That's fine. All right. Wow. A lot of people came in the room, and a lot of people are already chatting. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Okay. So, I have um, Krisha underscore um, 0316. And, let's see. Okay. Um, and... I was talking to her earlier, and apparently she has another account. This is her main account, but she has another account, and it's um, Paints and Poetries, and that is her writing and art page. Um, so, if anybody wants to follow. And this piece is called Those Tears. Those tears that you call mere droplets of water mean much more than just that. Those tears are chattels of my empty soul, bits and pieces of my entire being. Those tears are what made me resilient. Those help me, sorry, help my crushed heart to rise from that very premise of inquietude and rancor. Those tears, which escalated the idea of self-love instead of loathing myself, those tears which helped me move on from the absolute self-consuming behavior and endowed me with the ardor to move on and let myself grow and be who I am today. Those tears which made me love myself more every day and be proud of myself. Those tears which made me feel grateful for the existence and love every minute of the life I am gifted with. Today, to those tears, I express my gratitude. Excellent, excellent piece. And yeah, hello to the people and I joining. I definitely um, can relate to this piece. So. Yeah, that was excellent, yeah. excellent piece. And I definitely want to check her count out because I do not follow her. Yeah. So. I ended up, I looked at the other account and she does. She has a lot of stuff on that other one. So yeah. definitely either follow both or the art one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So as, as you guys can see on the screen, um, we have the poets. Uh, Tara was kind enough to make these um, to fit into the screen with us so you can see their account. Um, so we appreciate it. That is a screenshot, and she edits the photos. And um, So big shout-out to her because it's a lot of work. So. <laughs> All right, so obviously I got Lucifer Poetry underscore coming up next. I'm going to read the caption first. Um says, your mind is the strongest tool you have. Everything can seem impossible to reach. But if you control how you think, you are already stronger than so many other people in this world. Just believe in yourself and take time to analyze what you want to change, what you should change, and what it means to you for you when you change it. If we can't control our lives, we should, con we should change our attitude. Our brain and thoughts are the strongest tool that can change anything. If we can control them, we can do it with our lives twice the time. And that was 
Lucifer poetry. And I like that because I like the idea of change and adjusting and growth. Um, that's what I liked about that piece. It made me, and especially the caption, it made me think of growth. That's yeah. like it's it's like a growth piece. It's you know you can't you got to constantly grow and learn and keep your mind fresh and that's kind of what that made me think of with that piece. So. Yeah. that piece a lot yeah that that needs more followers yeah. wow yeah definitely yeah that ending too yeah that was good like I was listening and then when you got to that last line I was like I turned my head like you like it's like the dog's uh-huh. dog's ears perked up when you say that treat word you know it's like oof. excellent piece from there from them All right, so my next one is the dot nameless dot poet. There you go. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> this is called Bruises. Half a piece, a little more. It's up to you. The last part's yours. I'm fine with this. I wouldn't dare. What's mine is yours and yours to share. You choose. I won't. I can't. That's fair, to justify the lack of care. I look to you, I give my soul. You took too much, but never stole. I robbed myself to nourish you. I hear you yelling, that's my cue. But now I'm scared, black and blue. And that is a great, great piece. And I know how I interpret that. I don't know how they mean that, but that to me reads like a... um, like a piece that regard that that's referencing um, domestic violence, and domestic violence is a big problem here in America and around the world. And I know it's gone up quite a bit since all this pandemic started, and that's a sad thing. Yeah, um, and, um, and there's nowhere to go. It's not like you're at work to relieve the you know, like you're trapped in the house with somebody, and that's it. And that person could be abusive verbally, mentally, right. physically, all three. You never know. And yeah. it, it's a massive problem, and it's something that I think societally needs to be corrected. Not just you know, it's not just oh punish the guy and throw him in jail. Not that he doesn't deserve punishment by any means, but it's also retraining our youth to grow up to have a little more con- consideration for other people and respect for each other. Yeah. So, but that's an absolutely great piece. just read he said he didn't 
She said he did, but convict, conviction could ruin his life. Heaven forbid. Now, for some reason, her worth diminishes. They stare and let her sink within. She is constantly reminded that respect is not in a victim's reach, and shame must stick in her like a pin. He said he didn't. She called out his lies, but what if she isn't much better? Her sharp tongue could cause his demise. To share such a story is never regarded as a prize. She is forced to navigate a system in which the most she could do is watch her brutal memory eat her alive. He said he didn't. She wasn't alone. Take it as a compliment, they say, and have the audacity to condone. Millions have come out against his wrongdoings, but he still walks away free because prejudice continues to fog their lenses and the truth they will never see. My, the piece is called He Said, She Said. My interpretation of that is that the he in this is all he or not just a specific person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. that's the way they. That's a great way to write it, though. Yeah, it makes it definitely. gives it gives it a personal touch and feel to it. Yep. So it it makes it more real and more in your face than which it should be. So. Yes. Yeah. Um. Somebody comments here. Prejudice continues to fog the lenses. Absolutely, it's disgusting, and um, yeah. it's it's something that I struggle with mightily where I live now, um, to some degree. So. Yeah. It's a really good piece, though. So my next one is The Sand Upon the Stair. Um, so real quickly, I found this account. Um, and you can see, like, we're, um, we're, we're, I'm doing my, we do our best to try to mix up the poetry we read um, with uh, getting some new people out there and like that. And this is one of them. The first thing I thought of, um, The Sand Upon the Stair. Okay. So I grew up in the Northeast and, you know, so we used to go to the beach every year. And a friend of mine's uh, family had a, when I was little, maybe like eight or nine or ten, they had a beach house that they would rent. Like, I don't think it was theirs. It was like a timeshare type thing or co-owned with somebody. I don't know. I was, I was a kid. But we went and the first thing I got when I saw the name of this account was a picture, like picture of myself going up them stairs and remember feeling the sand on my feet. Exactly what I thought too. Because we always, like every year, we would go down to the shore, we'd rent a house. And yeah. It is. That is exactly what I was thinking of as soon as I read the handle. And I was like, oh, I like this. It made me feel good. Like, yes. it gave me good feelings. Yeah, there's a good vibe, a good energy to the, to the name alone. Yeah. I have not read the piece yet. As you know, I cold read. But um, I did read uh, another couple of pieces on their account and then just chose this one um, after I read the first line. So... Um, really, really cool name though. I really, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. So, all right. The house that holds my heart. I have not been in love in many years. I remember a sense of framing everything together, seeking to be understood in all ways by one. It doesn't feel like it happened to this body or this heart. There is a dullness of the blueprint of my memories, a feeling I know I now know as the sensation of a mind with many more. Locked, 
many more locked compartments. I couldn't count how many doors throbbed in the confusion of jammed aching. It hurts to unbind pathways to the heart like blood rushing to the limb or warm water on frigid fingertips. You just have to bear it. Exclaim or grit your teeth or laugh, hiss or cry. Now I would never seek to be understood in all ways by one, save for myself. May I never stop seeking myself, no matter how the hinges rattle on a darkened door. Just another place to be known by me, so I may better heat the house that holds my heart. That is a great piece. Just a great, great piece. I love that. Every bit of that. The, the dullness of, to, the, to the blueprint of my memories. Oh my God. Love that line. Just love that line. Somebody was asking about um, a list of the people that were reading. Yeah, and Katie answered him perfectly, or she, um, that in the story, I had already put all of the people that we were reading, they're in the story. So if you just go and watch the story, you'll be able to find them. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, they're all in the stories, and uh, so and I saw that. Um, who was that? That was Ramblings of in Idi Idioms. I just went to your account and checked it out and saved it. I'm gonna um, check out your account. Um, yeah. So be be on the lookout for that. I have Eva Sorrows. This piece is extremely unique. I fell in love with it as soon as I read it. Um, it's called What's the House to You? The house at the end of the lane. Here lies a wonderful cottage, beautiful surroundings, and you won't get in trouble with neighbors. Should we take a look? What's with the jungle in the front yard? The previous owner let everything grow, thought it was beautiful. What's that camera doing there? Oh, just for show. Problems with intruders, don't worry. They won't come back. Found out the house was that pretty empty. Let's go inside. There, there are very many different styles and patterns in here. It's confusing. Well, everything isn't all black and white, is it? I hear it's haunted. Nonsense. Probably the sound of the wilderness they've heard. It isn't exactly tameable. But should it be haunted anyhow, I think it would suit you. Where are all the bedrooms? It can easily be arranged. But where did the former owner sleep? In the living room in front of an open patio door. The smell of flowers dulled her to sleep. The furniture smells of tragedy and shattered dreams. It's washable. May I ask you how long this house has been for sale? For as long as I can remember, we have a lot of visitors. Warm here. Sorry. We have a lot of visitors. They say it's charming and different in a good way. It's warm here and the sky is always illuminated by stars. People like the idea of it, but in the end, they don't dare to risk it. The house deserves more. So what do you say? I think the solitude scares me. It's lovely, but it's too lonely. It has its own beauty, but it's not for me. But thank you for your guide. I'll remember this house forever. I like that a lot. Extremely unique, for sure. 
I was all wrapped up into the story, and it's just, I, I don't know. Yeah. It it's sad, but yet it's not. It's everything. Yeah, I love um, I, I It's kind of like that short story I share, share with you. It made me think of exactly. short stories. Um, the one I shared with you guys earlier, um, I have not posted it, but I just kind of wrote a short story last night. I was bored and came to my mind, so, um, yeah. And I think a lot of it is because I I love houses that have character, that are not cookie-cutter, brand-new house. Like, I like houses that have things in them that the previous owners built themselves or, you know, that there's something about it that makes it unique, so... Yeah. yeah, and this house definitely would be unique. <laughs> yes, your house is. Oh, I'm talking about this house being described, but mine's kind of unique too. Your house is unique. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a really Mostly good piece. Mostly because house. of the people that live inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so as you guys can see, I am reading the... Uh, the uh, S underscore K underscore Mustafa. Um, here goes. This is called The Bird and the Willow Tree. It was a quiet, sunny afternoon in the park. I came across a small bird lying by the trunk of an ancient blue willow tree. Silent and still, save for the struggled movement of its rainbow-colored chest, fighting to breathe yet dying, slowly. I looked into its glazing yellow eyes. Its stare was lacking all hope. I'm not even certain it knew I was there, watching it with care. It looked, its look so haunting, so very lost, mid-air. A look of calm seasoned heavily with despair. I saw myself in that look, the hopelessness, coupled with the painful knowledge that this is it. Yet my painful knowledge is life, but the bird's was death. And I knew that I could not save this bird any more than I can save myself. And I knew that I could not end its suffering any more than I can end my own. So I lay myself down next to the bird, and we suffered together in silence, lying by the trunk of an ancient blue willow tree. And I fell asleep, and I awoke. The bird did not. It looked so peaceful, so calm, so poetic, no more suffering, no more struggle. And for a moment, maybe even a little more, I envied that small bird, lying so beautifully, silent and still, by the trunk of an ancient blue willow tree. Good Lord, SK. Oof. I need a breath after that, just. Wow. I like this. There's a she um, put it into parentheses, and the the line I really jumped out. It's a great line. Um, Yet my painful knowledge is life, but the birds was death. Just SK, you are a wonderful human being, and that was a great piece. Great, great piece. Love that. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was beautiful. As soon as I saw this one, I was sending her a note that, like, in the comments, I'm reading this. So this is Cosmic Dr. Bunny, and 
She is everywhere. <laughs> She's got a great, great account. I mean, she does. And, and she sends me pieces every once in a while to read, and I love it. Like, I love them. They're so good. And she's just so friendly, and she's involved, and she watches all the lives, and she comments, and she's participating all the time in everything. So, yeah. Yeah. It sounded like a dream. A silence gripped a throat, a hand muffled a scream, except, don't you see? I'm not me. He is not he. This is not happening. No one hovers above me. My face is not bruised. I was never here. I was never used. This is not my room. This shirt is not mine. This isn't my perfume. This is not the time. I am perfectly fine. Not a single blurred line. It was a different place. It was a different time. He is not him. I am not mine. Wow. Yeah. I think I read that piece as you're reading it. I'm like, I've read Lyrie a lot, but um, that was just, wow. Yeah. That is like, the, that is not my perfume. That is not my, I love that repetitive, that driving, yes. it, just drive it home. This is, this is not. Trying to convince yourself that something is not what it, it is. Yes. This could not possibly be happening to me. Yes, and that's that's one of the hardest things. I mean, yeah. Oh man, Cosmic Doctor yeah. Bunny, excellent, excellent piece. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and she's definitely very engaging in the community and like that. Extremely, really, yes. Uh, love this. I love to see that. It's it. You know, getting people out there and getting their voice heard and like that. It helps, and so. Yeah, and honestly, joining the lives is key to getting to know people yeah. and talk to people and feel comfortable because it's safe. Like, here is safe. Like, everybody is just here to have fun. We're talking, and we all appreciate one another, and it's just really cool. Yeah. So. Yep, yep, absolutely. It's, it's all about supporting the community. I mean... Yeah. That's what it is for me. It's what it's always been from day one, and that's what it's going to continue to be. Yeah. Um, support the community and support the people and the poets and the voices. So, all right. This piece, this next piece, is by Call Me Underscore Nim. Um, it's called Ego Tripping. I was born in the Congo. I walked the fertile crescent and built the Sphinx. I designed a pyramid so tough that a star that only glows every. 100 years falls into the center giving divine perfect light I am bad I sat on the throne drinking nectar with Allah I got hot and sent an ice age to Europe to cool my thirst my oldest daughter is Nefertiti the tears from my birth pains create the Nile I am a beautiful woman I gazed on the forest and burned out the Sahara Desert with a packet of goat's meat and changed the clothes of clothes. I crossed into two hours. I am gazelle so swift, so swift you can't catch me. For a birthday present when he was three, I gave my son Hannibal an elephant. He gave me Rome for Mother's Day. My strength flows ever on. My son Noah built new ark and I stood proudly at the helm as we sailed on a soft summer day. I turned myself into myself and was Jesus. 
Men intone my, my loving name, all praises and all praises. I am the one who would save. I sow diamonds in my backyard. My bowels deliver uranium. The fillings from my fingernails are semi-precious jewels. On a trip north, I caught a cold blue. My nose giving oil to the Arab world. I am so hip, even my errors are correct. I sailed the west to reach east and had no had to round off the earth as I went. The hair from my head thinned and gold was laid across the three continents. I am so perfect, so divine, so ethereal, so surreal. I cannot be comprehended except by my permission. I mean, I can fly like a bird in the sky. That was call me underscore nim. Nikki Giovanni. That was a really good piece. There was a line about Rome for Mother's Day. Yes. I, I don't know. That like stuck out immediately. It made me like look up and I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah, I gave my son Hannibal an elephant. He gave me Rome for Mother's Day. My strength flows on. I like the way um, this person wrote, my son Noah built new ark. It was new with a slash, the, then ark. I just like that because you can yeah. take that new arc and new work, uh, like all these different, like, right. Just, there's a lot of different, um, metaphors in here that you can take this in a couple of different ways. Um, there's a couple of lines in here. I really, really. And out. again, that's probably one of those pieces that you need to visually look at it. Yeah. As well to catch all of the things. Yeah, reading it, like reading it through, I'm going to read it again, but it's really, really good. Really good. That was call me underscore Nim. I'm scared because I think the next one... Uh, oh, yeah. This is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, so, wow. Uh, I didn't see your list. <laughs> yeah. He sent this to me, like... A week ago and was like could you please read this on the live and I'm like oh. at least it's not his normal uh, type of piece but still the pressure's on to read this because I know this piece is really important to him so I can't mess this up <laughs> which I probably will alright keep my words to myself Another attempt to prevent a writer's pen from an expression to his ex going to extreme. Can you tell I'm trying to keep my words to myself? Let's see. My mind's been hung and my tongue's been tied. I'm highly strung because I want to write down every drop of ink out with my pen. When I think about this story of ours and I'm not allowed to be vocal about it or reveal it to the public ever, and if I did decide to do it, it wouldn't be wise to jeopardize the friendship you've given us. I've said too much, but so much has happened in our lives after the separation. Temptation's a child. I want to bite and I'm a pit bull. I need a muzzle. Somebody put me down because it's going to come out eventually to share with people. I'm sorry. This daredevil in me is a worry. When he's got a hold of his lethal piece to tell stories of drama, I'm a sucker for artificiality. I'm designed to find peace in starting a war randomly. If effectively, immediately, I am effective automatically with no give to quit or be sympathetic with my Vic attack. I tend to have 
murdered because I'm adamant and my mind has a one-sided perspective. I'm passive aggressive and it's probably why you and I have had enough of me. So if you don't want my hands to plan to do something, then cuff me. I won't refuse. It's that's what it, if that's what it comes to. But if you have a gun, then shoot me like I'm Trayvon on and my days are gone. I'm not kidding. This isn't exaggerated. Make it your premeditated plot. No silencer or on the semi. Block me on every platform and never answer me to chat when I call. And don't recall on a time when I made you smile. That's my powerful telepathic mind of me in sync with your delicacy so fragile to me. And it's making you weak and prone to forgiveness. You won't get to me. You won't get me to admit this is a bad idea. You have to hear it, even if I'm a spirit writing lyrics as a ghost. I'm still gonna post. It's no problem to me. It's an issue for you to be distributed truths. Telling you how I feel is a big deal for you. I'll say I miss you and want to kiss you, and I'll occasionally get a response to this spontaneously. Spontaneously. Why can't I say that? Response to this spontaneously from one only one of the things that only involves your lips. And it's obvious it's never a kiss, but you do miss me, I've heard. On days, I say it first. I want to release my speech bubble full of words. I've rehearsed and it's so inflatable and inflammable, it hurts. You have to let me burst before it's too late. You don't have to wait. I hope I'm not made to preserve my confessions unsaid to her. When the executioner says to me any last words, I'll remember to not say a thing at my device, demise, even if that's what's gonna keep me alive. So I refrain, cause I'd hate to survive and you be upset. I'd rather be dead than you be unhappy. No matter how much agony I'm gonna endure, I'm secure my promise to you and never be honest to whom it may concern as I confirm I love you. Wait, I just contradicted straight to your face. It's like I manipulated myself then realized it and made no sense at all. Oh well, what difference does it make because I'm dead to you anyway. So... You read that really well. The wordplay, Adam's wordplay is really tough, as you know. And um, I, I'd like to. Is that posted? No. That's I, why he wanted me to read it because he's he's not sure he can post it. So uh, my guess is eventually there will be a video for it because it does. It's it meant a lot to him and it took a lot um, for him to write it. So he'll probably post it. Eventually. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, I would love to. I want to hear. I mean, he's read it to me, but I want to see him act it out. Yeah. Really, really good piece from him. I'm just like he knows how I. Yeah. I, I just love his stuff. So. Wordplay is on point. Yep. <clears throat> Oof. All right. So the next piece. I have is the underscore princess dot underscore 13. 
um, there's only like eight likes on this piece. I don't know why. All right. When was the last time you felt free? Free from any weight of the past or any anticipation of the future. Just free. When was the last time you had a moment of peace just by yourself, not thinking about your work or studies, no mark sheet, no scorecards, and no paychecks? When was the last time you lived for yourself, being yourself, not living by expectations, not caring about society, not following the pattern and not going with the flow? When was the last time you felt good about yourself, just happy for who you are, not comparing your life with others, just looking in the mirror, and not pointing out flaws or wishing to be like someone. If answers to all these questions leaves you wondering, you really need to take out some time for yourself. Give yourself some space to breathe. You have been going tough on yourself and you need to cut some slack for a while. Everything you won't be perfect and that's perfectly fine. In your life, you'll meet many people, but you have only one you. Save yourself, because if you won't, no one will. After all, what good is a lifeless life and a deathless death? Fucking love that. Finished. After all, what good is a lifeless life and a deathless death? Fuck. Love, love, love that piece from the underscore princess dot underscore 13. Wow. Does she not use tags, maybe? No, she's, uh, well, this piece didn't use tags. Okay. Yeah, and I think that that might be it. Um, yeah. That might be it, but uh, I might actually send her a message and give her some, like, pointers. No, she uses yeah. tags in others, though. Hmm. That's the thing, and she only has, like, 14 likes on those, so. Right. But I think she might not be using the right, like, the right tags to get her work out there. It's so hard when you first, is it a new account? Well, she's got 253 followers and 130 posts. But if, like, if she doesn't have, like, she if she hasn't had somebody re reach out to her, you know, yeah. some people are afraid to do that. I'm, I'm, I might just send her a message tonight. Yeah. And just give her a heads up and let her, you know, so. All right. So, this is Rarn Poetry. And I'm going to read what she has in the caption says it's a true story and for clarification my mom equals my grandma nanny equals my great grandma i hope someone actually likes these narratives i'm having so much fun experimenting with them i love that type of writing just you know i just do and especially if it's true I just so the piece is called jimmy mama said she was six the day Jimmy stole the poker. She was living in one of those tall old Philadelphia row homes made of red bricks and back alleys, marble steps and spiral staircases. The kind that go up and up till you find someone's long lost bottle of holy water lying on its side in a box in the attic. Her sister, Mary Ann, came down from the third floor and went outside to meet Billy. And my mom was already at work. By the time the sun made the sky blush, so it was only Mama and her nanny home when Jimmy knocked a red fist on my mom's green door. Mama said she let him in and he walked through 
the, that doorway with a greasy smile and greasy lips dripping bad news all over my mom's cheap mauve carpet. Nanny couldn't stand the sight of him, even through her Coke bottle glasses, so she turned her back and kept to her scrubbing, but Mama kept his eyes, Mama kept her eyes on him and let her six-year-old scowl follow him around the room, tail him all the way to the mantle where Jimmy whistled off-key, through off-key teeth in an off-key smile before he slipped his camel skin coat over the handle of the poker and Jimmy shimmied that poker right up his sleeve like a trick. Mama said she thought to herself, he's stealing the poker, but he didn't think nothing of her and whistled his crooked tune over my mom's mauve carpet, out my mom's green door, down my mom's marble steps. Mama said she ran to Nanny. Jimmy stole the poker. And Nanny looked at her. Jimmy stole the poker. And Nanny stood up and ran to the green door. Jimmy has the poker. But it was too late. Marianne knew. And she yelled that to Nanny because Billy had blood on his head. And Jimmy had the poker. Holy shit. Yeah. And... I'm telling you, the second I read the very beginning of this, I was back in my own neighborhood. Me too. I was like, yes. Yep. I I, I lived in a brick house, like, yeah, in the city. Yeah. It reminded me. It reminded me of the city and where I grew up on the East Coast, North in in Rhode Island. Yeah. uh, Like, just, it was like, I was sitting there just like, I had my head down, my eyes closed, and I'm just like. Referring to like my mom and pop up, like those types of names, like everything about this was like familiar to me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great piece. Yeah, definitely a great piece. Roaring poetry is really good. All right, so the next person I have up is Mr. Callum. Callum. This guy's awful. Callum Kennedy. Whom? This is uh, CMKH87. It's called Assigning the Blame. They completely surround you. It's the moment of your death. You cling on for dear life, grasping at your last breath. The darkness clears. You're beckoned by the light. This wasn't in the brochure. There's, that's no heavenly sight. Your body lay broken and bloody upon the floor, the memory of your last moments being spilled upon the carpeted canvas as you're dragged out through the door. They stand around laughing, all looking mighty proud of this that they accomplished that should not have been allowed. You feel the fires of hell singeing at your feet. You always tried to be so nice, yet now the devil you meet. If only they had listened to your pleas, if only they believed. You trusted in all they said, but you have been deceived. The pain that they inflicted caused, causing the ending in your life. But when they found your body, it was you who held the knife. Oof. Callum. Last lines are key. They are in Callum. Callum, Callum, Callum. Finish that with a, oof. 
reading, I, re- I remembered that if you want to read Adam's piece, it's up on the block. It is posted there. Okay, I'll check that out. So, yeah, you can read it there. <sighs> Callum. 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 I did not read this piece. I didn't pre-read. I never do. Right. Like, I was not... Like, I, I just... Wow. He... I love this piece. It was alright. This is... Yeah. <laughs> That's an understatement. An understatement. So next we have heaven underscore made underscore love. When the lights dim low and wind blows fast, she stood there all by herself. A beautiful woman smiling amidst her pain and sorrow. Every time you close your eyes and your hands turn pale and wet, Every time you feel low and you stare at yourself thinking, what do, just know that somebody's here for you. Don't be a disguise. Don't let anyone take away that smile because you are beautiful the way you are. Leave the unwanted. And if you ever end up on the wrong road and you've been led to an end, just know that there is always a place you can go. Back to feeling safe. Your happy home awaits. Just a very sweet, nice piece. Yes. Absolutely. A feel-good piece. Definitely a feel-good piece. Yeah. That account is new, too. Yeah, like, this piece only has seven likes. Yeah, they got... They're a very new account. You can see that with the followers and the following. I'm sure that... I'm sure that account will grow. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Really, really good account. Uh, all right, so up next I have the Bird Bones Project. Cosmic Dr. Bunny joined. Hello, Bunny. How are you? And the caption here says, Sometimes poetry is artistic redundancy. I like that. Wait. White Knuckle Knight. Hair standing on edge, subconsciously reminding myself not to snap the handle off my death grip coffee mug because it was a gift and that would be sad. Everything hurts. Ringing deafens, whispers scream, resist dulling antidotes because the other hearts here rely on the machine. And frankly, the agony is a satisfactory high. This time they know the walls are up, but they know not to abate. By, by and large, because no breadcrumbs have been laid. Fucking hell, without them, I would likely be feast for worms and the guilt of fallibility is no stranger. It's late and I know sleep is a foolish request, so I'll just wait. Fuck, Jeff. Wow, back to back just hitting me hard. Like I said, don't pre-read these Bird Bones Project, Jeff. That was fucking incredible. I know you were in here. I don't know if you're still in Yes, you are. You're welcome. This is... Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And frankly, the agony is a satisfactory high this time. They know the walls are up. I love I love this piece. I love the flow and the way it reads, too. 
just incredible piece, Jeff. Wow. I'm half tempted to read Cosmic Doctor Bunny's piece over again because it's short, but I want her to hear it. <laughs> it's so powerful. How many you got left? Um, just one, two, just two. Okay. All right, wait, let me go back to it. Because I can read it pretty fast. Just don't know. There she All right. It sounded like a dream. A silence gripped a throat, a hand muffled a scream, except, don't you see? I'm not me. He is not he. This is not happening. No one hovers above me. My face is not bruised. I was never here. I was never used. This is not my room. This shirt is not mine. This, that isn't my perfume. This is not the time. I am perfectly fine. Not a single blurred line. It was a different place. It was a different time. He is not him. I am not mine. Still packs yeah. a punch. Hearing it's it, hearing such it, a strong piece. Hearing it the second time, and if you, you, you'll hear our comments on this piece. If you watch the replay, she read it early on. It was one of the first couple pieces read. Yeah. Absolutely incredible piece. Just incredible. I like that. I like that number of followers. I would like. I would just cap it there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I used to watch those types of things on Rhymer's Block like a maniac, so that I could screenshot when it was something like really like specific like that. Yeah. yeah. And then if I would have to, I would take off a respect off of my own work. <laughs> like I would do something to make it all work, <laughs> so I could get the picture correct. Uh, this is Reservoir Summer. Cold-hearted, bitter. What a sudden change. The fine from yesterday. How easy it must be to shift the blame to me. None of what I gave was enough. Beyond your bragging points, my support, my joy, my pride in everything you were. I loved all your broken parts. You wanted to discard and wanted you to be who you and wanted you to be who you are with flaws and scars yet all that you perceived at least what you received were pictures of my face and money that I spent never a word shared on who I truly am my quality of man you just flashed a modeling shot and bragged this is Sam I cherished your spirit talked of your intelligence success and drive what I got in return was to be treated like a child. You talked down to me and tried hate the thought of me being right. And after all your criticism for what I made amends for, you cried again for support and I was there, but it was met with silence. I gave you all I could, never felt it was enough that I could do more. 
all I did was apologize, take the blame and then do better. But better would never be the best to you. I was nothing but your trophy, never given voice to speak or chance to share my piece. So now I'm not sure if this is for you or just for me. I like that piece. Yeah. And I did not intentionally pick the same theme on all the, but... It just I seems to work out that way. For a reason. These are things that I needed to say out of my own mouth. Yeah. And somebody yeah. asked, this is a new hat. Um, I've, I, I have a lot of hats. I'm a hat guy. I probably have 30 or 40 of them laying around the house. Um, and yes, uh, Mel, I do sleep in a hat. And Sandra's right. I do swim in a hat. Because I was in Terrace Pool. Yes, in he my does hat. do that. So, always wear a hat. No, I don't sleep in one. I've, I have, mostly drunk. But, right. Um, all right, so the next person, a po- poet I am reading, person and poet, spilled underscore prose. <clears throat> we sit drinking coffee with our backs to the morning sun. Coffee and cinnamon for me, and bitter black for you. I never quite understand how you manage to stomach that. But then again, you don't understand how I can stand cinnamon in my coffee. We're completely different beings in the same circumstances. They say opposites attract. We have proven that fact to be wrong and right too many times for me to count. You say I'm too much of a battle axe, and I say you're too judgmental. Sometimes your words are coated with acid. Sometimes you make me want to pack everything I own in your house, which isn't much, and undo everything we have grown to be. All the hard work, tears, anger, love. But there's a dulcet moment that kept me bolted to the ground. The memories I crave more of, even if they're just coffee and chats. We laugh, I cry, we spit fire, we apologize. We start over again. We will always be a vicious cycle, and it's okay, as long as we come back to our coffee state of minds. Fucking love this piece. Love, love, love this piece. Absolutely love it. Just such a good piece. Just the simple things in it, like the cinnamon and the coffee, made me like, I don't know, like, I like when there's, when you know it's something personal, specific to that person. Yes. Absolutely. And I like yeah. that I like that like the, the, the dichotomy of this, the way they they're just complete opposites, but still there's something there. There's something about that connection they they have. Yeah. You know, just love that. Love, love, love that. Alright, so I think this is my last piece, Leona Poetry. The way my delirious thoughts snake themselves into sailors' knots makes such lovely catastrophes configure in the depths of my mind. Dismantled scenes rapidly turn my fantasies to figurative rot, warping delusions into fear to feed the demons inside. It's a short one, but I, I, there was something I love that, that first line where it says snake themselves into sailors' knots. Yeah. The visual. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. I like um, things that involve um, like a, like anything like metaphorical where you can tie it to something realistic too. Yeah. And growing up on the ocean, like boats and the knots and right. you know just uh, 
I really, really like that, the imagery and like that. There's your last piece. Oh. Yeah, here's my last piece. This is S. Um, Revolar. R E V O L L A R. You can see that. I don't know why I'm spelling it now. Have it. <clears throat> Some are good, but everyone's nice. No one makes any significant fuss. They get on well enough to keep the civilization intact, and until their service is done, they'll sit with the dull thumps of raw, honest fury kicking from inside its box in the ground. But then, if humans had any characteristic they could stand sharing, it's that we are obnoxiously, senselessly bent on being different, and the atomic someone somewhere wakes up and realizes themselves in the unforgiving bayness of daylight. They're the speck in the masses. They're one in identical names of a, on a death record, and they'll get up and go to work in good time. But inside, they'll snarl and sputter. I'm special. I should be special. I have to be special. And then they take stock. They can't play an instrument. They aren't that funny. They know they're nothing like this world has ever seen. And that's true. It's just not something they can explain in words. And that was S. Revolar. Really, really liked that piece. Wow. It's called Hands, Wrists, Teeth. And this is a second part to this uh, to a piece, so that's really really cool. I would like to read the first part. So we probably have about three minutes. Yeah. You want to talk about like you always usually talk about all the different lives that are coming up, and I know you and Anna are doing tomorrow night, right? Yeah. So uh, tomorrow night, um, and this tomorrow night we're doing tags and hashtags uh, from Poets Anonymous. Um, and then what Friday night Brian is doing sound check, which is an open mic style of live. So join that if you want to get on and read. If you want to watch, jump in the comments. Whatever you got to do. Um, Saturday morning, I'm pretty sure Brett's doing coffee and poetry with B again. So yeah. check that one out. I know a Panopoly, Subtle, uh, Dreadful Divinations. Uh, they'll all be on. We made you something was on at eight o'clock tonight. So if you didn't catch that, do check out their uh, live replay. Yeah, and then Brett and I are going to do uh, Twin Frames together because Lena is doing some work stuff. So that's Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then hopefully during the day, which I haven't talked to Anna yet, but we'll probably do a live from the kids' page that I made and we'll read kids' books, but I'll advertise it and, yeah. Okay, and uh, oh, it says there... Um... Chandra's Poetry, that's Sharon. She's on Saturday with her stepdaughter at 5 p.m. And that's 5 p.m. Um, Britain time, England oh, time. Okay. So, uh, let's, uh, let's see. I think it's noon here. So, um, yeah, so anyway, uh, I know we're getting tight Katie's on time. Katie's Poetic Duets Friday. Okay, Poetic Duets Friday. Cool, live Friday. And um, I'm, I'm going to be doing, a, I do my live, I do podcasts live. Um, I also do them here with, or whatever Wednesday as well, uh, sometimes. But um, I'm gonna do I do them live, and I also gonna be re reading from Rage Room again at some point. Um, we don't have a schedule yet, but we're reading from there on occasion. So, but with that being said, do check out all the lives. I know I forgot some of them, and I'm sorry, guys. But um, definitely check them all out and uh, support the community, support the poets, and thank you guys for supporting us and joining us and commenting and having a good time with this. So definitely, definitely appreciate it. All right, we have six seconds left, so 
night, everybody. Good night, guys. Good night.